0: Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 712, recorded live on January 29th, 2022. And here are your hosts, the man who I already talked to earlier this evening, Dave Pillay. Hi! And the man who finally got somebody else to do his once-a-month Saturday night, Andy Low. Hi.
1: Your once-a-month Saturday night of doing two online, like, communication things? Yes. I'd say once-a-month is a little generous, given <laughs> that the last book report—not book report, book club—was in September?
0: I think there was one later than September. The The end of the year always gets a little squirrely because, you know, you have holidays.
1: Right. Everyone's busy. Yeah. Especially on the weekend.
0: Yes. And then, uh, somebody I think was sick last time or two people were sick or something. And so when your car group is six people, Mm -hmm. when a third of them are out,
1: that's a lot of people out.
0: Yes. So we, it's, it's easy to just go, Hey, let's just, you know, hold off a month. Yeah. Yes. You were, you were able to come to my, okay, we're going to have dinner. Do one, okay, put the kid down, okay, turn right around, get the stuff ready for the podcast, and go. It's, it's a lot of time spent in front of a microphone.
1: Yes. Welcome to my life, Andy.
0: Dave, what, what, what industry do I work in?
1: No, I understand you work in radio, Andy. I get that. You deal with microphones, but yes. how often are you actually in front of one?
0: Oh, not very often.
1: Andy, what industry do I work in?
0: Teaching. And which is currently right now remote teaching.
1: So which one of us spends more time? Yeah, yes, the microphone? yes, yes, yes. Right okay. now, it's you, yes. Thank you. <laughs> right now, nothing. Technically, technically, pre-pandemic, we had lap mics. So I was still with a microphone. It was just a microphone that I carried with me. Yeah.
0: Okay, technically, yes, you're right.
1: <laughs> Most of my job involves talking to large groups of people. Microphones are pretty helpful with that.
0: I just work well, yeah, in the, I, I work in the part that you know beyond the microphone.
1: yeah, I mean i I from time to time have to call our A v team for help. That's effectively to a, a much lesser degree the same type of thing that you're doing. Right? Yes. do I understand your job correctly?
0: Yes, pretty much it's yeah the the, the studio aspect of my thing is pretty similar to your AV people as well.
1: Okay. Yeah. They're, they're having an interesting time, uh, right now because we have 50 plus training rooms, Mm -hmm. many of which have a pair of projectors. And these are not like best buy quality projectors.
0: No, you have the uh, commercial grade. Uh, well, I call the university grade projectors.
1: Yeah, probably past that.
0: Probably, yeah.
1: Like <laughs> they're they're really good projectors or they are supposed to be. Um we run them real hard and unfortunately they're all starting to get to the end of their lifespan and those bulbs are not cheap. Oh, no, 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 not the bulbs lifespan. That that has happened. We've replaced those bulbs. I mean the projector's lifespan. And like, they don't even make the parts for some of them anymore.
0: Yep, no, I could believe that.
1: So they're they're kind of, like, trying to keep these things limping along uh, until they can get replaced, which is happening. They're actually replacing them, which is not a small process.
0: No, these things are not small.
1: <laughs> the projectors are huge. Yeah. I read the book for Book Club.
0: I know, you had asked about it. A while ago. Have you read it yet?
1: hmm That's why it yet? was the book club book.
0: <laughs> Partially, yes.
1: And it was fun to be there. It was good to be part of that again.
0: We'll just have to find out from Jake what the next book shall be.
1: Is it Jake's pick next? Mm-hmm. Cool. We'll see. Maybe I'll read it. And yeah, we'll find out. I wouldn't hold my breath if no. I were you. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's, that's kind of the big thing that happened today. I did a lot of cleaning today is the other big thing. Woo, cleaning.
0: Yeah, let's see. I had to uh I had to fix an issue that was uh that I had technically caused, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh our automation system. Mm. The, the the people who actually schedule all the ads are called traffic. Mm. I don't I don't know why they're called traffic, but that's that's just the nomenclature we go with it. Okay. So, um traffic people normally fill in all the ad breaks well the automation system basically has a backup fill command set up where you can say hey you know this ad break always make sure it's completely filled with you know however long you know pick ads out of these categories this maximum length amount of time or you could say hey you know it only fill this ad break if there's already something there. If not, don't worry about it. So the, the automation has its own ability to schedule ads. It's kind of a hammer, though, because you can't fine tune outside of length and what category you pick, which okay. uh, most of the time you just have a category called commercials.
1: It's a fairly broad category.
0: Yep. But sometimes people, you know, sell the, the salespeople sell commercials for like the whole market. Be like, okay, you know, you want you want ads? Okay, we can give you these four or five stations. Will be this price? Here you go. So we need a category that is broad that can actually hit all the stations. The problem is sometimes it will pull ads that are station specific and play them on the wrong station. Oops. It, yeah. Because all it, all it does is go. Okay, I need I need a thirty second spot in commercials. I'll grab.
1: <laughs> I need an ad. Yes, I'll from, I'll I grab need it. Commercial. Yep, I'll grab and it. Throw it in select. here.
0: Yep. So we had another problem with an ad playing on the wrong station, and so somebody told me, "Hey, you know, traffic is supposed to be handling this." So, he, you know, <laughs> I was told on Friday, turn off the automations. You know, backup system, which you know. Part of me is like, yeah, I always say, yeah, don't do anything like that on a Friday. Yeah. But, you know, it came down and said, hey, you do this on Friday. I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. So then uh, it turns out we started getting silence alarms Uh off of some of the stations, and I couldn't figure out why. And we Uh had just also just installed a new firewall system, and so our VPNs, uh, we haven't set up the VPN credentials yet on the new firewall system.
1: So you couldn't VPN in?
0: I couldn't VPN in. At one point, because uh, I hadn't finished updating all of them, I was trying to VPN into one market, to VPN into the other market, to then remote desktop onto a server, but that was, I was like three layers deep at that. It was bad. Um, so I drove in there, and I couldn't figure out, what, you know, okay, so it was going to the break, but it wasn't coming back because there was nothing in the ad break. It turns out that the two commands of off... And then back on again, we're mm-hmm. coming too close together because there wasn't any ads in the middle there because I had shut off the automatic fill.
1: So it it got both of them and only executed the off.
0: Yes, because it turns out there's a delay built into the system <clears throat> in case it receives multiple commands at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it, it got the off command, but then the on command came too quickly. <clears throat> yep. So it ignored the extra on command. So I had to go and build wait commands into everything. I was just like, okay, turn off, wait one second, turn back on again.
1: I I can't tell you how many times I've actually had to do exactly that for totally different, absolutely unrelated thing. But like building in a wait command, because I do a lot of automation with auto hotkey. And there are definitely times where I've sent too many things too fast. And the system that I'm trying to send it to just like cannot keep up with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was happening to our automation because there were no ads. It just would turn off, but it wouldn't hear the turn on command, so it would just sit there. But the automation system, you know, doesn't know that it didn't turn back on, so it automatically jumps to the next item on the list. But it there's no audio there, so yeah, that was fun. So I did that, and then, you know, I sent an email in the middle of the night going, hey, this is going wrong, um, we need to fix this. And I got a phone call today going, yeah, let's, uh, let's turn this all back on again. And then we'll deal with it on Monday. And I'm like, yes, let's do that.
1: Like, maybe we should have done that in the first place.
0: Yeah. Some one of the things that are, so yeah, it comes down. It's like, yeah, okay, fine. Sure. You, you, so you <laughs> he, tell me to jump and I go, sure.
1: That's, that's, if I were to get that sort of thing of like, hey, let's turn this off. I probably would be like, are you sure? Like, could we just wait till Monday to do this? I feel like waiting to Monday is a better idea.
0: Well, they didn't want more ads to go to the wrong spot over the weekend where nobody was around to catch it.
1: Yeah. But like, what's the problem with that? Yeah.
0: I don't know. I, I was like, Oh, you know, I'm dealing with installing new firewall systems. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it was just like, okay, this, this will take me two minutes to shut all these things off. They'll be, it'll be easy peasy, No problem. And then I drove over to Holland and installed another new firewall system. (laughs) The old one was not even a gigabit connection. Oh, no. It was a hundred megabits connection.
1: That is slow.
0: Yes. From 2008, we were like, oh my God, we can finally get rid of this thing. Yes. Put the new gigabit box in and yeah, it was like 500 down, 500. It was just massively fast uploads and download speeds. Yes. So cool. Yes, yes. We, this weekend was dealing with that. And then, all, you know.
1: And then the book club.
0: And then book club, yeah.
1: And then this. Yes. And somewhere in there, like, taking care of a family.
0: Yes. Oh, I also went to the gym to shower, too.
1: Because your shower's still out. Yes. Because it's getting remodeled?
0: Yeah, there was a mold issue.
1: Oh. Yeah. That's not... that. That's no good. Yeah. No good, Andy. No good. Nope. nope. Okay.
0: So, yeah, full um, day.
1: That was a pretty full day. I woke up Got out of bed, read comic books, made breakfast, cleaned, read more comic books, fell asleep on the couch, grabbed dinner, had the book club, read, looked for topics, and then this. That was my day. I moved a couch.
0: Your own couch? Yes. Okay.
1: My couch from one room to another.
0: Was this the couch that you were sleeping on? No. Oh.
1: Oh, no, yes, it was. I did fall asleep on that couch. Yes. And then Sorry. you woke up, and I thought then you, you meant, decided like, to... overnight. And I'm like, "Why? Well, I, I didn't. I don't sleep no. on the couch overnight."
0: No, no, no. The couch you had fell asleep. Did, did you like wake up and decide you needed to put it in a different room?
1: This was after I moved it.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, you moved it and then decided to take a nap on it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Moved it. Read comic books. Got very cold. Put a blanket over me, and that was a mistake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got comfy. That was on a the mistake. couch. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and that was all of a sudden. I'm like. I don't think I actually read the last three pages of this comic, and so then I closed it and put it down, and then like, and now it's an hour later.
0: <laughs> Kate, Kate's uh, currently over here playing Civ three. Going, four. wait, Civ. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that is four because that's square and not diagonal, isometric. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get God, it right. And pay the Civ price.
1: Four. I should play Civ four again.
0: God, Civ four.
1: Civ 7 should be coming out soon.
0: Uh, they, Yeah, so Kate's over here playing Civ 4, and she was like, oh, Dave gets to take a nap whenever he wants?
1: Yep. Sometimes not voluntarily.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, sometimes I don't take a nap voluntarily. Sometimes I'm sitting here singing a, you know, a lullaby or a nursery. What the? Oh, one of the spinners fell down again. Yeah, sometimes I put myself to sleep singing nursery rhymes in lullabies.
1: <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> Sorry. Um, this was posted August of last year. There is a there was a developer position posted at Firaxis Games for a triple A strategy tile title uh, with knowledge and passion for world history.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gee, I wonder what game they're working on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I saw that they just had oh. the uh, big sale on Civ 6 recently, right? I don't know. Did they? Oh, it's actually, it's on sale right now until February 3rd.
1: Nine Well, there's bucks. the Lunar New Year sale. I should probably go through my wish list and just double check because there's a lot of stuff on sale. Steam has been having, is it just me or has Steam been having like a lot of sales?
0: No, I've, I've seen that as well. It it just, it seems like a lot. <clears throat>
1: It feels like they're having a lot of sales. Mm -hmm. I have two games on my wish list that are coming soon.
0: (laughs) Sorry, I saw the uh, It It Takes Two was on here. Ooh, yeah. And uh, one of my coworkers had just finished, uh, he was playing it with his wife. And I guess at one point there's a thing there that says, like, don't push this red button. And they just looked at each other like, yeah, we're going to press this, aren't we? Like, yeah.
1: Uh I mean it won a ton of awards.
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: Mhm. <clears throat> Maybe I'll pick it up. What like half off right now? Yeah, yep. 50% off.
0: God, I can't believe <clears throat> Civ 6 came out in 2016.
1: Yeah. But like that's that's pretty typical for a Civ life cycle, right?
0: <clears throat> All right, now I now I got to look this up.
1: The timeline of Civ games. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> Okay,
0: okay, Civ, original Civ, 1991, Civ 2, 1996, Civ 3, 2001, Civ 4, 2005, Civ 5, 2010, Civ 6, 2016.
1: So between four and six years.
0: Yes. So yeah, we're basically, we're we're due for a Civ 7.
1: Yeah. Now, Pandemic was in there, so, like, that stretches out the timelines.
0: And they've they've been kind of doing more DLC and expansion stuff.
1: Well, but that's always the case, right? Like, at this point, I'm not sure it's worth getting a Civ game until the next one is out.
0: Because I'm I'm looking at here, Civ 6, how many? The the Civ 6 Anthology bundle is 17 items. So you you have 16 DLCs.
1: Yep. Civilization 6. How much would it cost for me to get up there? 20 bucks to to get all of the things from the bundle. That's not bad. Especially when it would normally be $80. (laughs) Jesus. But like, that's why you wait, right? (laughs) Yeah. What's what's in the Civ bundle? Uh, Vikings, Poland, Australia, Persia.
0: And Macedonia.
1: Mirror. The Rise and Fall expansion. Gathering Storm expansion. Do I have? I must. I have the Gathering Storm expansion. Huh. I didn't know that. <laughs> I have not played very much Civ 6. Too much. I have um, played 44 hours of Civilization 6.
0: What? What's your. um, oh, What is the name of that game?
1: Factorio? Yes. 2,572 hours. <laughs> oh, I'm still technically missing two achievements. I should probably get in, like, get on that. It's a hard achievement to get. It's called There Is No Spoon. Finish the game in eight hours. Oh, boy. Their achievement is Speedrun Factorio. Let, let me tell you, I am
0: currently trying to do, there's, there's a speedrun, ver- I told you about this, there's a speedrun version of Planet Zoo, right? Yes. That is frickin' hard. Yeah, because, like I said, it's you have X amount of time, real time. You you can pause the game. Like there's a way to pause the game, but you can't actually do anything. But there's a lot of the times where you have the game in pause while you're actually working on it. Mm-hmm. But that still, you know, counts towards your time. And it's yeah. just like, oh my gosh, I I don't have time to make this lemur exhibit look pretty. Put my lemurs nope. in a box and just go. <laughs>
1: So, what is this? Planet Zoo. Yes, Planet Zoo. On speedrun dot com, the uh, five star percent. That one,
0: I I feel like I I what I should do is actually try and just record a speed run of the uh, campaign because I there feel like there are
1: that, no posted speed runs of the campaign.
0: Yeah, so I, I, I could do that. Be if, like, you, okay. if you
1: do the campaign, Andy, and post it. You'll get. That. You'll have the world record. I could
0: do even quicker. I'll just do bronze star, which are the basic achievements. Do bronze star in every level speed run. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Base categories, full game leaderboard. Yeah, there's only one other player who has run this, named Cool Girl X16. <clears throat> they published the five star percent. Took eight hours and six minutes and forty-two seconds.
0: What I'm I'm curious what this five star percent.
1: I'm guessing it means they got five star in everything. Or made a five star zoo. Yeah,
0: okay, I guess. I don't know where
1: five star comes in. Uh, yeah, so here's the category rules. You need to earn five stars in your zoo, can be on limited or unlimited money. Oh. Cannot fast forward the day and night cycles, cannot pause the day or night cycles.
0: Well, that doesn't seem. That seems hmm.
1: eight hours. That's an afternoon, like yeah. You, Andy, you can't do that. No. When would you have eight hours to sit and play a video game?
0: I would have to take a day off work to do
1: that. Right. Sorry. Nom nom nom. There's this lemon tart sitting here, and like I can't not.
0: Oh, we just. Uh, what was that? What was that cookie place that we went to? Crumble. 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 Those were some good cookies.
1: Okay. Should we talk about topics? I mean, we've kind of been, like, dancing around some of them. Oh, I will say, and I'm probably going to review it next week, by the way, um, Factorio has competition. I've been playing Dyson Sphere Program.
0: Mm. I've been back into uh, Evil Genius 2.
1: Nice.
0: Nice. Yeah. Trying it, you know, because it, it, you know, after I played through the tutorial, I'm playing through the tutorial again <laughs> just to make sure I actually get this all. The problem yep. is I've been playing Planet Zoo for so long, my uh, my hands and mouse are <laughs> in the, the planet, controls. Yeah, in the in the Planet Zoo camera controls. Yep, and that doesn't exist in Evil Genius, so I keep on trying to do things, and I'm like, God, shoot, I didn't mean to open Nuts.
1: that. Um, I will say. I've played 20 hours. I've had Dyson Sphere program for a week. I've played 20 hours. That is very different than the 40 hours I put into Factorio in the first week I owned it. Something like that. So topics, Andy. Yes. What do we have?
0: Um, well, uh, the the one topic that you had wanted to talk about.
1: I mean, I've... I, posted a couple topics oh
0: yes there's true yes but the one you sent me ahead of time to the make I sure
1: mostly so i i just knew where it was because i wasn't in any place where i'd normally like have my notes or take things down or like posting like i probably could have just logged in and posted it then and there uh yeah blizzard has a new intellectual property
0: they're calling it unannounced
1: survival game so this is their competition to untitled goose game <laughs> unannounced survival game. Wait a minute, but they they announced it.
0: Yeah, put that one in your head and think about that for a bit. They announced the unannounced survival game. How do you game.
1: announce something that is unannounced? I mean, at least it's unannounced and not like the unannounceable survival game. <laughs> what is, this? is it like, Prince? <laughs> the unpronounceable survival game? No, the unannounceable survival game. Uh, no, they they are making a new game. It is apparently a survival-style game, but it's Blizzard.
0: Okay, this is going to be interesting. I'm trying to think of the last time they had a new IP.
1: Overwatch. Thinking, yeah,
0: Overwatch, yeah.
1: Overwatch was the newest new IP.
0: Back in 2016 again. Okay, so the studio says this new IP will be for PC and console.
1: Yeah, sure. well, it's Blizzard. Yeah. So... It makes sense that they'll publish to both.
0: And now, you know, with Microsoft acquiring them, will this be a PlayStation console or Xbox only Probably.
1: console? I, I still think almost all of the Activision Blizzard games are going to end up being available on PlayStation. I really don't think that they're going to try to, like, keep things off of the PlayStation. Not unless there's some sort of change in leadership.
0: My my favorite part of this, announcing this new unannounced survival game, is the fact that, you know, the last half of the blurb is basically, hey, please come work for us.
1: Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of a thing that happens in the games industry, right? Like, hey, we're working on this game. We need people.
0: <laughs> hey, look, Microsoft's acquiring us. We're not as bad as we used to be,
1: question mark? Oh, no, they still are. <laughs> that has yet to change. Yeah, that's true. I hope it will change. Like I, I have a positive outlook on it, but it has not yet changed. No,
0: no. So a survival game concept art is interesting.
1: I don't There's... believe any of the concept art until yeah. like they start actually publishing.
0: <laughs> yes, I, I concept art, sure, whatever. When you get when I get in game footage.
1: Yep. Yes. There you go. Um. But yeah, that's that's a thing. Blizzard has new IP. The last time they did that, that was Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Not a small thing. Nope, very true. I really liked though that the article that I first saw that was like, hey, Blizzard has a new survival game or was like, just Blizzard is working on a new game. Um, the first it was like a slideshow article. and the very first thing on the slideshow was a like Blizzard is known for its three major titles, Warcraft, Starcraft, and Diablo. And the background was a picture of Mercy (laughs) from Overwatch. I'm like, um, sorry, what? (laughs) I think you're missing something.
0: Missed it by that much. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, Blizzard.
0: In other news, is Heroes of the Storm still going on? Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: That's still a game. I mean, it's not like their major moneymaker, but they still have it. They still support it. They're still creating content for it. That was a fun game to play. (laughs) Anytime, man. Anytime you want to go back into it. Anyway.
0: Yes. (laughs) Uh, So, yes. So (laughs) was
1: another game, actually, that I was just thinking about. I'm trying to remember what I was thinking now, because I was like, this would actually be like a great game for Andy. Like, he could just pick it up and put it down and wouldn't need to worry about it. Like, this a game he'd really, like, thoroughly enjoy, and I have no idea what it was. Cannot remember for the life of me.
0: It's <laughs> would be a great game for Andy. What is it? Uh-huh.
1: Not a clue. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it may as well just not exist. I'll keep an an eye out and a couple neurons dedicated to that. They'll find it eventually, I think.
0: <laughs> Maybe.
1: Maybe. Uh, Valve Steam Deck. Yes, Which the- is not one of our topics. Or is it? It is. It is. Hey, look at that. Good job, Andy. Thank you. Yep. Release date.
0: If you were in the first round of Mm pre-orders, you will most likely have it uh, around February 25th.
1: So careful with what you're saying.
0: Okay. No, you won't have it. You will have have
1: it. You will have the opportunity to purchase it on
0: February 25th. Yes. Yes. Customers who receive the alerts that you need to pay for your pre-order will have exactly 72 hours to pay, and if they miss the window, too bad, so sad.
1: Well, they get added back to the bottom of the line. Yes. You don't, like, lose your deposit. You did have to put down a deposit for this. Yes, yes, you did. Valve was was very smart on how they did this, because they're like, we want to know who's interested, but, like... We want to know who's actually interested. And so they put in a a $50 paywall. There was a $50 deposit. I'm sitting here staring at the page that says, choose your Steam Deck. And the middle of the road version has a cancel reservation button. Oh. It says, your expected order availability after Q2 2022. Oof. So I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I can get that email sometime in the end of February. We'll see. It'll be interesting. I'm, I'm excited because like, I've gotten a lot of use out of my Switch. Like I've gotten a lot of use out of my Switch and having this thing down there would also be really nice. So I got the 256 gigabyte one. Foolishly thinking that would be enough space. Hey man, (laughs) everything's going on the
0: cloud now. Who knows?
1: yep yep that's it's still gonna be so interesting if this like if this works yeah if valve can pull this off and get a switch sized handheld computer that that changes things
0: That would be very interesting to see
1: um yeah
0: other other that's, gaming that's news sure um well speaking of portable gaming so okay back in September of last year, I'm not sure if we talked about it or not we probably should could have Nvidia was looking to buy arm for forty billion dollars
1: okay arm is the chip manufacturer yes and if I remember correctly they do, wanted to buy because
0: they they I do a lot of portable chips
1: right but are they just looking for the um, the the like manufacturing capacity then like what are they trying to get from arm what are they, what are they trying to get from owning arm that they can't just like buy from arm
0: i'm thinking that nvidia wanted to get into the mobile platform because what what is there for a mobile nvidia chip
1: i honestly have no idea i don't know what nvidia's range of chips is do you Uh, ARMS
0: chips, I've seen them in, uh, cell phones, tablets, smart TVs. I've seen them even having, you know, ARM cores in other chips. Right. Made by other manufacturers. But with the chip shortage and the, um, rising popularity of the ARM chips, the cost has ballooned to $75 billion. Really? Yes.
1: That's... Would that be the biggest acquisition? Are these companies really just trying to outdo each other? Is that what's going on?
0: Well, they they wanted to buy forty billion, but some of that was, you know, stock and other assets and that sort of stuff there. But you know, the the price has gone up because ARM is actually worth more now because of said chip shortage and et cetera, et cetera, right. et cetera. Um but a lot of uh, countries were not <laughs> happy
1: they were like uh sorry you want to do what now
0: uh if i remember correctly the british government was looking into this merger the ftc was looking into this merger uh china was tr- looking into this merger <laughs> every everybody was like i don't i don't know if this thing's gonna work yeah well now the current scuttlebutt is that nvidia is just gonna NVIDIA's like, look, we don't think this is actually going to go through either cost-wise or (laughs) regulation-wise.
1: It would, because they both make chips, right? Like, NVIDIA does make chips. Yeah. And so it would reduce that market.
0: So yeah, a lot of people had competition concerns. And so NVIDIA's going to walk away. And if NVIDIA walks away, they're going to have to pay ARM and SoftBank, which owns ARM, $2 billion, billion, $2 billion breakup fee,
1: man. What a, what a stinger in a contract. Be like, yeah, we'll start talking about this. But if we, if you back out of it, that's $2 billion. Yeah. What if like, what if SoftBank walked away? What if they said like, you know what? No, we don't want to do this. Would they also have to pay $2 billion
0: to NVIDIA? I don't know. Maybe. I, I don't know if they, nobody's seen the contract, so.
1: Yep, certainly none of us.
0: Mm-hmm. I know SoftBank was trying to get rid of, because that was, that was the story way back when, back in September of 2020. was that they SoftBank were tra- was
1: trying to get rid of it?
0: Yeah, SoftBank was trying to sell ARM. And NVIDIA said, okay, we'll we'll get you for $40 billion. And now NVIDIA's like, I don't know if this is going to work.
1: <laughs> this might not be the best idea. Uh-huh. We actually, we might want to step I mean that's an expensive, expensive takeover.
0: Yeah, if you, if the cost of the takeover is almost double of what you originally planned,
1: like you you just can't at that point, right?
0: Yeah, you're like we we don't have like the return we're on investment. For this. Yeah, but it's kind of like we were talking about. Oh, you know they they're buying this uh, Zynga to get into the mobile market, and Video is doing the same thing. They wanted to buy ARM to get into the mobile market.
1: Man, got to get a taste of that sweet, sweet mobile market. (laughs) Especially
0: that mobile market in China. Oh, my gosh.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Do do we need to start pandering to China, Andy, so that we can get a taste of that? No. Good. I'd be very upset if we did.
0: Yes, me too. Okay. God, part of me, the Olympics are going to be happening, and part of me is like, oh, it's the Olympics, and I'm like, oh, it's the Olympics in Beijing.
1: Again. Uh, it was just there, right? Like twelve yeah. years ago.
0: Yeah, for the Summer Olympics, and now it's you know the first city to host the Summer and the Winter Olympics. You know. Is also- that true? Yes.
1: I thought we said that no, never mind, that was something else. That was the Winter Olympics in the Southern Hemisphere. Yes. Which has only happened like twice.
0: This is the first city who has now officially hosted both the Summer and Winter Olympics. I just I don't know. <clears throat> You know, part of me is excited because it's, you know, basically two weeks wall-to-wall curling. (laughs) More curling than I could ever literally watch at any other point in the previous four years.
1: Yep. You're like, but the curling, guys! The curling! So much curling that I could watch. We could be watching curling. Yes. (laughs) I need to get you a shirt. I'd rather be watching curling. Okay. Okay. Andy's like, I'll take it. Yeah. That sounds like a great shirt.
0: I'll, I'll throw it That's in my safe. t-shirt. I'll throw it in my t-shirt rotation. Yeah. Yeah, I counted it. I've got over 60 t-shirts in my rotation right now.
1: That is a lot of t-shirts, Andy. Yep. That is perhaps too many t-shirts. You might want to start narrowing that down.
0: Oh, that—that that is the narrowed down from what it was. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> I mean, I'm one to speak. I probably have an inordinate number of t-shirts, many of which I don't wear anymore.
0: So, speaking of mobile gaming, we could go along similar lines of the Steam Deck and such. Google.
1: Sure. Google.
0: Yes. Google. Yes. Um, Google just Google? had a new job listing we don't for. About Google. Sorry. <laughs> for Senior Engineering Manager, Android Tablet Experience. Where in the they job want. description, they say we believe that the future of computing is shifting towards more powerful and capable tablets. We are working to deliver the next chapter of computing and input by launching seamless support across our platforms and hero experiences. What the frick is that? Life is not an RPG. It should not have hero experiences. Um, it, that unlock new, new and better ways of being productive and creative. So Google is working on 12L, so they're working on a fork for Android, for tablets, mm-hmm. and they're looking at hiring people now for the Android tablet app experience.
1: How would you suggest they market for that position, Andy? You, you seem to be very upset at their choice.
0: No, I just, I'm upset at the buzzwords of hero experiences.
1: What's wrong with building a hero experience into your software?
0: I I just want the software to work.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, that should be rule number one. Yeah. But there's nothing that has to say that is to the exclusion of anything else.
0: I don't know. Sometimes when, you know, Android gave me, you know, new color palettes and such for a better experience, I'm just like, I want to turn it off. As soon as it turns on, it's like, no, no, turn this off.
1: I, I will admit, when I upgraded to 12 and it had, like, the different loading screen with that color palette, I'm like, whose idea was this? <laughs> this does not seem like a a good, pleasant color combination. Like, this does not resonate with me. Whose choice was, is... Oh, God, what's... Where was that from? Is that from Time Bandits? Whose are these? That might be from Time Bandits.
0: That's the uh, Monty Python guy's movie, right?
1: Yes, it is. It is basically made up of Monty Python, but isn't actually a Monty Python movie. Yeah. But it's like Terry Gilliam. It's John Cleese. It's it's fucking Sean Connery. Sean Connery is in Time Bandits. Not only is Sean Connery in Time Bandits, but like they wrote the part with him in mind.
0: Yeah, but it's Terry.
1: Do we not like Terry Gilliam?
0: No, we don't. Why
1: don't we like Terry Gilliam?
0: Out of all the Monty Python people, he is my least favorite. It's also John Cleese. I know, yes, and I enjoy him.
1: Sure. Why don't we like Terry Gilliam?
0: Okay, I've watched Brazil. I've watched Twelve Monkeys. Yeah. I've watched Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. (laughs) I have not liked any Any of them.
1: them. Okay, but, but Andy... John Cleese, Sean Connery, Shelley Duvall Catherine Hellman, Ian Holm Michael Palin, Ralph Richardson, Peter Vaughn, David Warner, David Rappaport Like, these are not nobodies Yeah (laughs) Written by Terry Gilliam Yes, and Michael Palin Okay It is a very British comedy Also, apparently Mel Brooks is making History of the World Part (laughs) 2 Well, a lot of things
0: have happened since History of the World Part 1.
1: But, like, dude, how old is Mel
0: Brooks? Uh, He's, what, 95?
1: Yeah, something like that. Hold on. Uh, History of the World Part 2 is a Hulu original described as the sequel to the 1981 film. (sighs) Brooks will be a writer and executive producer on the series along with Nick Knoll, Wanda Sykes, Ike Varenholtz, David Stassen, and Kevin Salter. god
0: it's 1981 that band just literally my whole life and
1: some longer like he has been making movies longer than you've been alive yep i mean weird al has also been doing parody work longer than you've been alive yes
0: and still killing it
1: still killing it did you see he's on tour again
0: yes i did i have tickets nice very nice
1: did you see my post, by the way, about Gabriel Iglesias in Manistee?
0: Oh, at, uh, um, at Little River?
1: Yep. What is he doing up there? Apparently, he's performing. <laughs> Man who has like two HBO specials and a uh, Netflix special is, yeah, performing at the casino in Manistee. It's also his last show for like a month. So, I don't know. Maybe he's going to hang out near Lake Michigan.
0: I mean, it's a nice place. Can't can't and like knock someone
1: a- had to owe someone a favor, right? This man has performed at the Sydney Opera House.
0: There was a um <clears throat> oh in Kalamazoo. There was there was always these the the summer festivals, right? So yes. there was like an uh there was a Scotland <laughs> fest. There was an Ireland fest. There was a. Jamaican fest, rib fest, mac and cheese fest. Um, I think it was Greek fest. There was a okay. Greek fest, and no joke, it was. Um, oh, it, was it was somebody on a nineties, a big nineties guy, It's like Scott McGrath, I think. I don't know. Is it Scott <clears throat> McGrath? No, not Scott McGrath. Um, uh, I just want to fly. Ooh, oh, Sugar Ray. That's it. It's Sugar Ray. Um, yeah, whoever the lean guy, lead guy of Sugar Ray was. Mark McGrath. There it is. Mark McGrath. You're
1: asking the wrong person, man.
0: <laughs> what? You're not big on 90s pop bands?
1: I am not. No. No, I am not. Nor am I up on 80s pop bands or the aughts pop bands <laughs> or the 10s pop band or, for that matter, the 20s pop bands. <laughs>
0: So it was Mark McGrath, you know, like one of the big hits um, in the 90s, playing out probably sold-out arenas or anything else like that. And then he shows up sometime in the last eight years playing the lead act at Kalamazoo's Greek Fest. And he was just like, oh, what are you doing here? <laughs> what? How did you? Huh. Okay. mm <coughs> Just oh interesting. You're you're here now, alright.
1: Yeah, you know, just showing up.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so other announcements. EA is, has announced that they're working on three new Star Wars games.
1: Oh thank god, I thought for a second you were gonna say is going to purchase, and then I just like <laughs> my heart just skipped a couple beats of like shit no. <laughs> like please no Everybody, oh, yeah. stop
0: okay. buying everybody else. Everybody,
1: just take a step back,
0: step away from the acquisitions.
1: Can we, can we just pause the acquisitions for a little while, please? I'm, call, I'm calling a timeout. Timeout, timeout on, out on acquisitions. Hey, time, time, time out. Hold up, timeout. We're not not allowed to do that anymore, please.
0: So they are making a sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order
1: need to finish that game okay so that
0: that's one of the announcements the other one is a all-new untitled first-person shooter game based on star wars
1: uh like well it's untitled and unknown so because there do you remember there was a first-person shooter star wars game released by lucas arts in the early 90s
0: oh yeah 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 because you were playing a stormtrooper right no no
1: dark forces you were playing Kyle Katarn. At least I think that's who you were playing.
0: Oh, it had the Stormtrooper on the cover of the box. Yes. That's why I remember Stormtroopers. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, you did not play a Stormtrooper.
0: No, no. I th- I think I actually played this at somebody's house at some point.
1: Probably mine. <laughs> Probably Dave's Because I house had there. it, and I really liked it. And then there was a second one, which was... Um, Uh, uh, Jedi Academy? Dark Forces 2 Jedi Academy?
0: Right, so this one, first-person shooter, um, overseen by the game director who did Star Wars Battlefront and Star Wars Force Unleashed.
1: Mm, Okay.
0: Um, And then there's a third game, is a strategy game uh, getting co-developed by a studio that Was created by former XCOM developers. Hmm. So a Star Wars XCOM game? That one actually. People have told me about XCOM, and it actually seems interesting. I, you know, I ain't got time for that, but it does seem.
1: Ooh, XCOM is a game that you can like just leave paused for hours. Oh, really? Because it's turn-based. Oh, okay. It's a it's a turn-based shooter. At least I think it is. I'm pretty sure it is.
0: trying to think if i already own this one or if i own another alien based turn based shooter game
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait how many alien based turn based shooters are there
0: <clears throat> i oh i don't remember what the other one was called hmm no not listed in it more games like this total war rome 2 no that's not that's not the same <laughs> that's not the same at all
1: that's that's a very different game.
0: Yeah, that is a very, very different game.
1: Oh, didn't you know? Total War Rome two, the alien turn-based shooter game.
0: <laughs>
1: Clearly.
0: Oh but yeah, right now during the lunar sale, I could pick up XCOM for $7.50. Yep. XCOM two is six. Wait a second, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe pick up the XCOM two instead. <clears throat>
0: Why is Xcom 2 cheaper than Xcom? That I, I don't know.
1: Uh, man, I've given up on trying to figure out Steam's pricing..
0: <laughs> so yeah, so EA, in their exclusive deal with LucasArts, is uh, got three games on deck, so we'll see how those go. Is there any uh, topics on here that you want to talk about?
1: Um, Ubisoft. I want to talk just very briefly about Ubisoft.
0: Oh boy!
1: I mean, we can summarize this up in in like one go, right? Yeah. Here's the here's the the topics at hand: Ubisoft, NFTs, Principal Skinner at the the sewer pipe. Oh, calling out that meme. Okay. That's all I need to say. Ah, that's a good one. That. That should be enough to explain the whole thing, right? Like, hopefully Ubisoft says that I I guess like Ubisoft's president is just like a crypto bro now because it's like, uh, no, no, no. It's it's that they don't understand it. No, they understand it. Fine. It's just stupid.
0: Yeah. A lot of us are like mm, NFTs. Nope. No, thank you. <laughs> Try again. Uh, okay, uh, let's see, other quick topics. SpaceX says they're going to have 52 launches this
1: year. That's a lot of launches.
0: Yes, 52 launches in one calendar year. That is just nuts.
1: I mean, one a week, right? Yep. On average.
0: Yeah. All right, anything else we want to do, or should we do the randoms?
1: I think we can move on to the randoms.
0: Okay, random review... It's my review this week. Sorry, I'm checking on Isaac. He's, uh... He's stirring at the moment. Uh-oh. He seems to have stirred himself out of his blankets. So I'll have to go up there when I'm done. Get him tucked back in again. I am reviewing. Um... I was... I was going through the apps, um... On my phone, just, you know, trying to beat some of the games and get them off my phone. And I had beat the room. And the room, two. And I was like, you know what? I need... I need some more, um puzzle type games like that. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So I uh I try I I looked on the online, you know, on the the Google Play Store and top recommended games and there's two of them that showed up. One was um uh House of Da Vinci, which I'll I'm still working on that one, so I'll review that in a later date.
1: Okay. The other one the other was, was this Rome Total War 2.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is also not Sorry, a puzzle no, I... escape
1: game. No, it's an alien shooter turn-based game. <laughs> I missed that
0: part of history class. <laughs> was that also in the Mel Brooks movie?
1: Yes, yes, that one was on Mel Brooks.
0: Yes, that was, that was in the director's cut of History of the World. Um, the other one that popped up was this app called Escape, or no, not Escape, Adventure Escape Mysteries. And it turns out this quote unquote game is actually how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 20 games in this quote unquote game. Mm-hmm. These are all, I wouldn't call them like, I wouldn't call them the hidden item games but they're kind of drawn that way. But they're, uh, like, uh, puzzle mystery games.
1: I'm not a bad person. I'm just drawn that way. Uh, sorry, go on.
0: Um, so like there's one of their, uh, one of the recurring characters in these games is actually detective Kate and she's supposed to solve murders, but you know, it's the, uh, Oh, I have to get into the bathroom. How do I get into the bathroom? Oh, I have to do X, Y, and Z that will open up the, uh, the car and the car glove box will have a number, and that number is the combination to the door. Sort of, you know, so escape. So, like point ring. and
1: click adventure. Yeah, games.
0: It's sort of yeah, point and click adventure games sort of things. But what's great though is the fact that these are all free. Twelve, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, twelve games. Each of them have about um, six or seven quote unquote chapters in each of these games, and they're they're all free. Um, the how they're making money is the fact that you get these keys to unlock the chapters Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and you get two keys. You use a key and it will take three hours to, um, renew regenerate. Yep. So you can, you can buy keys or, um, you can watch ads to increase the regen time of your keys. So it, you know, and when you unlock, when you unlock a chapter, it plays an ad before the, the chapter begins, but that's it. So it's just, okay. Just, you know, some very non-intrusive ads. Um, but they're actually, they're actually decent puzzles. There was, a, I think it was a Sherlock Holmes hidden item puzzle game or something that I was playing years ago. And all the puzzles were, they were very random. They didn't have any logic behind them. And so trying to suss out the logic was just, was hard. Because it, it, the logic was always random. It was like, okay, you have these rings. You click the one ring and two things will move. You click the second ring and three things will move. And you click the, you know, trying to figure that out was just, mm-hmm. it was, it was just tedious. But this one's actually got some actual, like, logic-ish, standard logic puzzles. More escape room type of logic puzzles rather than just random logic puzzles, if that makes sense.
1: Well, a random logic puzzle probably isn't very logic-based.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, t- doing that same thing, it's like, okay, I have to suss out the mechanics of the puzzle every single time. Mm. That's just not fun, sussing out the mechanics and then having to figure out, uh, yeah, no, it, there's there's some puzzles like that, but then there are other puzzles that are like, okay, you need to get your guys across this little board here, and the uh, every time you step on a square, the square rotates. So then, okay, you, you, you know, you... S- Figure that one out. It's, it's a there's a variety of puzzles. There's, tw- like I said, 20 different games in here that, you know, have different themes and they all have a little story behind them. So it, you know, it's engaging. Um, plus, the fact is that I don't, I don't want to spend money. So I just, you know, I do two chapters and my keys are done and I got to wait, you know, at least three hours before I can pick the game up and play it again. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, it's a nice little. Okay, I, I go in for a little bit. If I finish the chapter, that's great. If I don't finish the chapter, I can easily just set it down there because it saves my spot in the game. Um, it, if you sign into an account, you can actually uh, sync between multiple devices if you really want to. Cool. But it's, you know, it's a fun little point and click adventure type puzzle game, and it's free. And there's a lot of them. Oh, well, that's it, good. It turns and it's out keeping that,
1: you busy and entertained.
0: Yes, um, and it turns out they actually have other point-and-click adventure-type puzzle games that are not actually in the app, but they're also free. So that there, there was even like it led me into a couple other ones, and I'm like, well, shoot, you know, there's this detective Katie or Kate storyline, and I'm like, well, shoot, let me just grab the other ones out of the app, play those, and oh, okay, now it gets into the app here, and then there's some that are yeah. So it's. it's it's where I've been spending most of my time, just playing All these right. things, you know, playing them a couple hours at a time, and then, you know, yeah. i got to wait. So yep, pick it up, set it down, pick it up, set it down, no problem. So that is uh, my review. It's on Android. I don't know if it's on iOS. Give me one second. Let me see. Survey says it's on the App Store. Cool. So, yeah, Apple and Android. So... There you go. Any questions? All
1: right. Uh no. I mean, I, it sounds like it's definitely something up your alley and not mine. Yes, but so yeah, I'm glad if you, that you are enjoying it.
0: If you like the room and that sort of thing, <clears throat> a lot of things along those similar lines. Yeah, some of the some of the puzzles yeah. are a little ridiculous. Like, really, I have to do this in order to open a door.
1: <laughs> like, it would be easier just to kick the door.
0: Yes, <clears throat> but you know like why why did they build the space station this way in the game one of the characters even asked that it's like why did they even do it this way this makes no sense (laughs) why do we even why do we even have that lever
1: for the game yep you have the lever
0: for the game game so there you go that's my review i'll post the uh the link to the company that's got this on there so if you get android or ios you can easily find the links from there cool so random, random. topic
1: random topic
0: yep courtesy ahead. of isaac yes isaac's another random topic from isaac <clears throat> what is your favorite dwarf planet cirrus. last time
1: what cirrus you mean that's my favorite dwarf planet cirrus I, I suppose technically it's a dwarf planetoid? Is that different than a dwarf planet?
0: Are you talking about Ceres?
1: C E R E S?
0: Yes, Ceres, yes. Ceres? Yeah. Yes. Yes, that... Sure. Yep. The asteroid. Well, it's actually considered a dwarf planet. There it is. Yes. It...
1: But that's because it, it is spherical. It is yes. the asteroid belt, however.
0: Yes, because it did not clear its it is... neighborhood.
1: It is a hundred percent an asteroid.
0: But it's large enough to be spherical.
1: Yeah, but not large enough to clear its neighborhood. Because yep. it's in the asteroid field.
0: Mine has been
1: Haumea. Okay. Why?
0: Well, it's it's spheroid, <laughs> but it actually spins so fast that it actually has bulged and kind of looks like an egg.
1: That's hilarious.
0: <laughs> it's it it's how fast does it rotate? It rotates something ridiculously fast.
1: Fast enough that, like, if I'm standing on it, it's going to throw me off? Uh,
0: I don't think that fast, but... <clears throat> rotation, where's rotation? Rotation, 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 Come on. Characteristics. Uh, it's, uh, 3.9 hours.
1: <clears throat> well, that tells me nothing if I don't know how big it is.
0: Well, the, the planet, one 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 quote-unquote day on Himea is 3.9 hours.
1: Right. I, I get that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But if it's the size of the moon, that is very different than if it is the size of Jupiter. That is very yeah. different than if it is the size of an asteroid.
0: Yeah, okay. Radius is 780 kilometers.
1: Okay. 780 kilometers. That is from here. Here to Ann Arbor.
0: Just in case you're wondering, the radius of the moon is 1,737 kilometers.
1: Yeah. So it's less than half the size of the moon. Yes. And so you say radius or diameter? Uh, radius. Both of these were the radius. Yes. Damn. So its radius is from here to Ann Arbor. Yes. That is a big rock. Mm-hmm. Or big oblong steroid. <laughs>
0: With a <laughs> four-hour rotation.
1: Yeah, it's moving pretty fast. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool.
0: But props for getting a getting a uh, dwarf planet right off the bat.
1: Ah, you thought I didn't have any.
0: I don't know. You know, some nope. people are like dwarf planets. What? They're like, yes, there's Haumea and Maki Pluto. 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 Pluto is a
1: dwarf planet. Yep. Just say, "Fucking Pluto." There's your answer. All right. Well, Andy, it's been yes. fun, as always. Yep. And we'll be back
0: next week. Yep, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at podcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.com. Dot .net Thank you for listening.